2002, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. At that moment, she became a slave to the clock. Or did she? When we face insinuating circumstances, we are concerned with how we spend our time, and we want to live it to the fullest. But when you feel like you have all the time in the world, we kind of slack. So in this episode of So About Yesterday, we talk about the time we have left. What's going on, you guys? How are you? We're doing good. How are you? Doing good. We're kind of, this is a very special and very sad episode, but we have to talk about it based off of what's going on in the world. People want to talk about, you know, how we're going to survive this thing, but there's also a reality to this disease. So before we go ahead and get into our topic, I just want to know, how's everyone doing? Any more birthday parties for any of your pets, any uh, new events, anything, you go to Bonnaroo or something, what's what's going on, you guys? I'm chilling at my house. <laughs> okay, all right, did you see any good movies on Netflix, or did you go Ooh. on? Yeah, I watched um, Into the Night. Okay, what's uh, that about? It's like a series, I watched the first season uh, last night, and it's basically like if the sun... Um, was to start killing people. Uh, they'd like get on a plane and start going west, and they had to like travel around so they could evade the sun. What? It kind of almost reminded me of, like Lost, where it's all these different people, and you start learning how like they're connected and um, everyone's like different backstories. Uh, super good. Um, I watched really? it. And, yeah, it was great. That is very, very interesting. That kind of Netflix, reminds yeah. me. Because I have eczema, so I'm kind of sensitive to the sun as well. So hopefully, I it, it, most yeah. of it's in French. So if you're down to read subtitles, Ooh. like Mm-mm. that's gonna be a thing. But um, I really enjoyed it because some of it there's a little bit of English speckled in, but the majority of it is in French. Um, is so there an English dub version? If you're watching, like face or you're FaceTiming with someone, right? Because um, I know a lot of people are, you know, doing the. Uh, the over-the-phone kind of scenario right now. Yeah. I found it super convenient because I could read and give my opinion at the same time. So I could be speaking, but I could also see what they were saying. So is there a dub version of this movie? What they do in like the anime movies okay. and stuff? Because that's just kind of... I didn't but, go out of my way to find out because I don't love reading. But no. maybe they might. Is it like a parasite situation where you have to read the subtitles? Yeah. God. You gotta know what's yeah. You gotta know what's going on. I'm I'm, I'm bad yeah. at reading, and I, man, I just want to okay. enjoy my Maybe it's not the one for you. No, it just um, it just takes away because I'll be I so focused. It was good. Yeah. But like, it meant that you'd be more focused on what the person is doing than what they're actually saying. Like I'd be so con- so concerned at what sentence they're saying that I'm gonna miss like an important part of the movie where a person mm. like gets killed. or Maybe he gets no. killed, or maybe he gets killed, you know, something <laughs> crazy, you know. But yeah, it's just more power to you. But Jonathan, how are you doing? What's going on with you, my friend? 
my guy, as usual, my love life is up, fucking down, all over the place, or not at all. I have no fucking clue. I am lost in this love life, so I'm just dealing with it, um, or trying. Uh, like I said before we got on, it's, it, it gets to me. It's really getting to me, but you know what? Uh, this, and once again, like I just said to you off um, I appreciate you. I appreciate Sarah because without this, like, I don't know what I would be doing. Cause like, I, I I'm taking things hard, but um, I'm trying to figure out how to work through it, yeah. and I'm trying to figure everything out. But in the long run, I'm happy right now because I'm getting to talk to you guys and do this, and you know what I mean? Like something I love. Like I love this, and this is my thing. We appreciate that. And, we, we and appreciate I love you guys. And I appreciate you guys. And everybody who's listening, if you're not, if you're watching this live or you're listening later on, I appreciate that you listen. I love that you, you care about what we have to say yeah. and our views on things. Thanks and so I'm much, hoping man. that my main goal about this whole thing is to make an impact on your life. To let you know, like, maybe the, 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 the way I view things or the way we view things is making a difference in your life i hope that we continue to make a difference in your life and as you know making a difference in your life also involves making a difference in someone else's life you know when we think about how precious life is we are concerned about the people that surround us because we are some of the people some of your loved ones that do surround you with love i think this is a perfect segue on you know what we can do to make the best of a situation now with someone who has been with someone on borrowed time from a personal experience i can personally say that this is a situation where when my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer she had she was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2002 and she passed away in 2007 she was supposed to pass away within a year however by god's grace she was able to beat the clock and kind of stretch that thing on as long as she could. Unfortunately, um, she had a goal of wanting to watch me graduate, you know, before she died. And unfortunately, I was a month away before I graduated and then she like passed away. But what I noticed is that when I spent time with her, her main concern was not how I was gonna be. Her main concern was how was everyone else around me going to be? How can I make sure that everyone is set up for success? And I think that that is crucial because we go in this fight or flight situation. And when many people, and I hear this all the time, whenever people get to meet the Grim Reaper, their main concern isn't the selfish move of me, 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 what about me? It's what about everybody else? So do you feel like when you feel, when you feel like your back is up against the wall, that you're going to have to have to bring your thoughts over to other people do you think help me out here do you, do you i'm losing my like, words but I, well my my question at least what uh, you're saying i'm thinking of like well would you want to know if you were gonna die or not like would you want to be able to plan everything in advance almost like i feel like she had the time to plan those things and worry about other people but if you died without knowing like a car accident or something you don't you don't have that time would you prefer to go that way? Or, I mean, like, not the pain, but more right. the time that you have. I think, because 
because that's asking the question. Would yeah, you like to know how you're going to die or when you're going to die? Yeah. I think with that situation, the thought of death scares so many people that yeah. even touching that subject is kind of taboo. So when it comes to my yeah. wife who's talking about, yeah, we should talk about putting our wills together. Even though I know I'm going to die, even though I'm aware of the situation, I need to get my affairs in order. It's still yeah. a daunting idea and it's a daunting task to do something that's so simple that's probably going to take me 30 minutes. Matter of fact, I get scared and nervous when I go to the DMV and ask me if I want to donate my organs. My organs are bad. I have type 2 diabetes and high blood pressure. I don't think anybody wants my organs. That's besides the point. It's just the idea of having to... Someone take your eyes. There's a lot of pieces. That, that, is, that, is, that is for another topic. But um, yeah, but... Yeah, um, those are bad too. But anyway, it's just a matter of when you have to get to that point of doing... What would, what would make you start living? Like, why does it take... And that's that's the thing. When our back is up against the wall, mm-hmm. what is happening that we need to start living then that we know? Like, you're, I'm sorry to say, but like to bring it up but with your mother, like she probably started thinking about those things knowing that this was going on. Absolutely. But the sad part about it is like, why did it take that long? And not saying she she thought no. about it wrong, but like in generally, like people start rushing things and trying to like get matters in order, knowing that life is going to end because they know that time frame but why does it take for us to get to that point to know that that's that's when i want to start living i want to start doing these things i want to see you graduate i want to see you do this i want to see why would i want to see those things then i should have been wanting those things before when do i why does my back have to be up against the wall for me to start living my life Do you ever feel? Do you ever feel like maybe not necessarily up against the wall, but do you ever feel like you do it um, out of spite? Like I know you were saying up and down, uh, Jonathan, with relationships. I feel like a lot of the times um, I'm motivated by maybe not pissing someone else off, but be like, I'm gonna show you. So whenever like I've ever been out of a relationship, I'll lose like 30 pounds. Or the last person that broke up with me said that uh, essentially I wasn't going to amount to a lot. So I went back to grad school because I had planned it on anyways, but it gave me the right. ass to do it um, because I was like, you going to tell me that I'm not going to do it? Do it. So I feel like sometimes I uh, start pushing myself more because um, I want to one up or show up someone else because I've never had that um near-death experience or potentiality of death uh we all do but i just like i've never thought about it in my head like that because you're right we don't really start doing anything until there's uh, a reason for doing it now, uh, so a, I, don't, I don't know if you guys are that way like i, right. I want go ahead, go ahead i want to i want to i want to kind of piggyback on that it's talking about the near-death experience like for example self-preservation is what i feel like because when september 11th happened there was like barely any crimes everybody was just like oh ha 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 you know we have to be together and And then after that we kind of get into our old ways and say okay the terrorists have gotten away with it i can go back to doing crimes i think when it comes to making sure that we save our own selves we have to sometimes we forget 
that <laughs> we forget how how bad it can be, and I, and I think we kind of get complacent in our ways. So, for example, yeah. So going back to September 11th, yes, it was a very terrible time for a few months. There was no crime. No one's concerned about hurting other people. But then after that, people just kind of went back to the mundane shit that they normally do. Exactly. I so, felt I felt fault at that because not for 9/11, but like my near-death experience. And I, as weird as it sounds, I had like a few. But the the most impact that I ever had was like my dog attack. Like that could have been the end of my life right there. Now, if you don't mind going into detail about that just a little bit so people who don't understand. So, like, I was attacked by two dogs. Like, I was coming home. I was going to the gym. I was going to the gym. I worked for Lehman Brothers. <laughs> I worked for Lehman Brothers at the time. I was going to the gym, and, like, it was 7 in the morning. I did a 16-hour shift, and two dogs attacked me. One these aren't puppies. Behind. These are, no, like, these, bulls. These are uh, uh, African Barbosos. These are made-to-hunt lions, Okay. They, that's what they're bred for. Uh, one locked onto my arm, so anybody sees the scars on my arm, that that was from that dog. And then anybody sees the scars in the back of my legs, the other dog attacked and ripped out the nerve endings and the muscles of the back of my legs. And then my hand ripped out the nerve endings and muscles in my in my arm. All right. At one point, like it felt like time had froze and like everything stopped, and I realized this could be the end of my life. And like I fought my way out of it, but like. I realized, and what hit me harder is that they said I would never walk or use my hand again. Bullshit, I, I worked my ass off to get there, but I stopped. And like, we just talking about this makes me realize like, I lost that focus. I lost that that thing inside of me that 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 pushed me harder to not sit in that, in, 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 my, in my fucking chair or listen to the doctor saying I would never walk again or use my hand again. Like I pushed myself. I went farther than I ever knew just because it took an epic moment. But the thing is like, it took that moment for me to to push myself to go harder. And then I went back to normal shit. Went back to my regular fucking job. I didn't do anything. I started doing shit and then I fucking stopped. And it hurts me to know that it took something but it always takes, like you said, it could be a relationship. It could be an epic moment in your life, but it always takes something push you to go farther why to well, live your life why ignorance in the ignorant is ignorance bliss. Bliss. so i mean sarah in regards to i mean mm-hmm. people forgetting i don't think it's a matter of people wanting to forget how to live i think it's more comfortable to realize yeah i'm gonna be here forever so i have all the time in the world Right. And I don't need to put that pressure on myself because if I do put the pressure on myself, I'm going to be reminded, well, reminded of not even pressure, but like things you want to do. Like I want to travel to certain places I'm like, yeah, I don't have the money right now. Like if you thought you were dying in two months, you would find the money. You, you know would find I mean? the money. We find, work hard. We do yeah. whatever we need to do. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the same that's thing crazy. with like people that, you know, you talk to like. Ah, uh, maybe something will happen. Like, why not just tell people how you feel now? You know, right. like, why don't people just talk about their feelings more? Like, you don't like you. It, it shouldn't. You're right. It shouldn't take epic or yeah. epic proportions to be like, this is what it feels like. And, Go do it. And chance, what would you do with the life if you knew time was that? That's it. This right. is like you had just like I have right. had. 
you had a, a near, like, I'm not saying near, it is yeah, near death. Yeah, yeah, you had, you caught, you got Corona. It, it yeah. didn't end for you. You had, you had a lot of things fighting against you. You're diabetic. You got yeah. all these, these underlining issues. And then you, you get Corona and nobody's willing to help you out. Right. Now, let's, now you're better. Like, what are you doing now? Like now that you know that could have been that wasn't even your first time, my dude. You, right. you, you yeah. on the pressure before? You get what I'm saying? I was in the hospital before, and there was another situation. Are you looking at life me. different? Are you trying to do things differently? Are you working harder now? I like, will. I will say this: No, I'm not doing anything different. Um, when it comes to just real life, when I was in those situations, I was very hum- humiliated. I was very humbled by my situation. When I was in that hospital bed, the thing that went on my mind was, God, if I have to get a surgery like tomorrow, so be it. But as long as I'm alive and I'm still here, I am grateful for that. I was very humbled. You know, when I went through the Corona situation, I was very like, God, please help me. Please help me. If I make it through this, you know, I will be very grateful for whatever. I don't care. If I lose taste in my mouth, if I just, I, I will be grateful. But honestly, I've gotten, I've gotten back to my old ways because number one, I feel like I've gone too far in the deep end, and there's no reason and no way to reverse what's gone, gone on. Like I, I feel like I'm so far gone in this situation that like an extra hamburger is not going to kill me. It's like at, at this point, like you know what, like it. It is what it is, and as messed up as that sounds, I feel like I take comfort in knowing that there is you, going you, to my creature are, you comfort. You are living here. your life, so, so you're saying you're okay with what you're doing, and you're you're, you're living your life, even but not as I should. Not so. What what? Here's the thing: we know it could end at any moment. Yeah. So how come we're not doing that? And and and, and like. Right. That's a loaded question. Right. But Sarah, I want to know, what would you do knowing that your life could end at any moment? Like, are you, like, with even with this going on, what would you do differently? Like, what are you, like, inside, like, knowing that you can catch it at any moment? Like, we, we can be going back to work soon. And guess what? Somebody can give that to us. And that could be the end of all. Yeah. What have you done? Or what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't feel like a lot of the things that I want to do may be attainable that quickly. Um, other than traveling, like... <laughs> well, traveling's out of the... What, am I just <laughs> But in your current situation, if, you got, if, if, the, if the doctors gave you two yeah. weeks... I'll give you two weeks. Two weeks to live, I'll right? I'll explain it. Like, I, I would like... And as far as, like, life goes, like, I would like to at some point... You get married and have kids. Like you can't just like. I mean that that that's a, a a life accomplishment. Like that you can't just roll out and like if it, someone gave you two years to live. Like you'd be like, I mean, I guess you could. You'd be like you, and then. But, but I mean, like that's unrealistic. Um, but what would, like, what would I do immediately? Um, I'd probably go to the places I've always wanted to see, like Mount Rushmore. Um, that's local, but like Machu Picchu or Japan, um, to places I've always wanted to visit, um, with the people that I truly love. So I don't know, like, 
so how would you change like emotionally what what like kind of men- mentally because i know for me i would care less i would <laughs> i would give zero if i knew i was dying I yeah exactly I would, I would go back i would start smoking again i would give zero fucks about the repercussions or how i'm moving i wouldn't think so much i think i wouldn't dwell so much on i hit and like the 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 the, re, the the consequences of the end of it. Like I don't care if I win or I lose. You know what else? I, I knew I came to play, so that's how I fucking see it. So if for me, what would I do if I knew my life? Was, I would tell everybody I know what, how I truly feel about them. And I would, and that's the thing. Like I'm realizing this a lot more. That like I cannot live my life saying what if. I will not, I like, I'm, I'm doing this episode and thinking about things and everything I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live my life. What if? I don't want to think about, like, what if I would have took this road or took that road or I would have, fucking do it. Fucking do it. Like, if you want to travel, like, just like you said, you know what, Sarah, as soon as this shit is over, I'm coming out there, I'm going to see you. I said, like, I, I want to come out there and see you. I'm going to come yeah. out there and see you as soon as I can. And then we're going to go to fucking Canada. We're going to eat some poutine. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go to Canada, yes. Canada and eat some poutine. You know what I mean? Canada. Let's go. You know what I mean? Right, Chance? Absolutely. I was why, why are we so hung up on fucking money? Why are we so hung up on all this shit? Why are we not living our life and not saying what we truly fucking feel? I, I'm sorry. I'm on fucking rant. I'm drinking. Um, I'm out here chilling. And I'm just feeling some type of way. And I got all this stuff inside. And, like, this hits home because, like, why do I always wait for epic moments in my life for me to start making changes to better myself? Because that's human nature. Sarah, how do you... It also makes me think of... I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. Um, It's so good. But it always makes me think of the grandpa in it where, like... There are things that I would try if I knew that I only had like like three years left, maybe. Like um, I try cocaine. I might do bungee jumping. Ooh. Like I would Same try. Let's do a line of jump. Yeah, I, I would try things that like that. And he says that in the movie. Like do all that shit when you're like 80. Like and because when uh, I've had I've had friends ask me like, you want to go skydiving? Like out of a plane? I'm like, nah, dude. I'm like 25. Well, I have not lived that much of my life. Like, but I might try it if I was 80. I've lived three quarters of my life already. Why not? Why not try a drug that might be enjoyable? Like, but when I'm older and like have lived most of my life and I've I've got it, done a pretty good run. Not right now. I still got a lot of that life to live. Yep. Like, that's why I was saying with the cigarettes too. Like, I quit and like it's going great. But, like, if I knew that I had, you know, a year or two, like... Now, here's the thing, though, with advancements. That's hard to say right now, because with advancements in in medicine, if I had cancer, like, I don't know if I would just, you know, hop off the, the wagon of not smoking, because I could live. Right, some black mirror I mean, stuff. But, yeah, like, I, I mean, there's... Uh, a, minus, like, the virus and the things going on right now, I mean, there's not... Really have to have a high, you know, stage of of a uh, cancer, terminal illness, to kind of like not get off the block. Because there are things that 
and it's a good percentage you could live. So it's hard to say what I would do right now, but if I was like 85 and I knew like it's you know coming to an end, I'd still have a lot of my wits about me. I'd do some fun shit. <laughs> why not? Yeah. That's a relief. That's uh. Do you think that's why? Right now. No, but do you think that's why elderly people are a lot more bold in their statements? Oh, for sure. I can't wait to be an older woman. I could just, you can just say whatever you want because you've already gained the wisdom and kept your mouth shut for like 70 or 80 years. Like at that point, you have the ability to tell people like, you don't exactly. tell me what to do. And I can, this is my, <laughs> my mom, you don't. <laughs> So, like, you could just say, you know, uh, things that you wouldn't have said in the past because you had all that time to keep your mouth shut. But why can't you do it now? Why? Why? What's stopping you from opening your mouth now compared to when you're 70? Because you, you could be the wisest person in the room and the oldest person could be the dumbest person in the room. And you could have some more wisdom to share with those older people. I mean, yeah. age is nothing but a number. But I mean, when, you know what I mean? So, Anxiety I mean, and fear. I think when you get older, that fear goes away, too. You, you start fearing other things like death and diseases and like, who knows? Or, you know, high blood pressure. I don't know. But well, I'm just saying, like, the fear of other people's opinions still pretty high when you're younger as opposed to when you're older because you've thus learned not to give a shit i think you're right once you get older that that level of like you've built up enough over the time to tell people how you feel i don't know Deb, but you're right you should just live your life in the day you should tell those people how you feel whether it's that you love them or that you think that they're being a jackass in the grocery store so what are you going to do today to kind of take a step forward to just take your life back? Like, What's something that you are willing to do? So like right here, right now, what are you willing? What's your end of the day? Yeah, what's, yeah what are you willing yeah, to do? Like for me, I'm willing to say, to speak my mind more, to not be more, not be concerned with what people really kind of speak my truth no matter how hard it might be no matter how many people i hurt within reason um just kind of speaking my truth like i can start at work like hey um i like these schematics but i feel like you could do a better job or hey i noticed that you know you've kind of been slacking well that's that's kind of makes me sound like a boss but the point is i just want to kind of take chances and, and kind of keep it real because who who am i i'm hurting more than helping people if i lie if i'm a yes man oh well that's what i was gonna say is that at the end of the day i would take more chances um but maybe not necessarily in being open with people but um taking more chances on um just trying something new or trying something different going somewhere new I mean, I've done that in the past, but, like, I would be more open to trying different things, I guess, or, um, I don't know, like, when we were talking about, um, going different places, I should be more open to saying yes or letting myself, uh, go to those places and, and make, like, a solid plan. 
to do those things. Not that oh, I'm going to get around to it at some point. Like make a plan, stick to the plan, and then go do it. And find people to do it with me. And that's the end of the day for me, honestly. Stop fucking overthinking shit. Stop fucking thinking that like I have the time or they'll think about it or like I said, the what if. Like I don't have the time. And and you said it in 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 a manner that like it was best. Like I could be the smartest person even though there's the oldest person in here. I live life. I seen some shit so I can explain some shit. So you know what? Why am I not speaking up? When I hear somebody say something, I need to say something about it. Even if I feel like I'm going to come off stupid. If I didn't say it, I'd be like, I'm going to kick myself in the ass later on. If I don't say how I feel about Chance or Sarah or the person that I truly fucking care for mm-hmm. and everything, like I'm going to kick myself in the ass. I'm like, yo, I never got the chance to say that. If tomorrow that I... I walk out onto the street and it, it all fucking ends. Like, I don't want to live my life knowing that I walked away and they don't know how I truly feel. That I didn't try my fucking all to give everybody that I truly wanted to. And I wanted to make my impact on people. And this is what I'm trying to do. So at the end of the day, make that impact. Don't be scared about what, what the consequences are. You can live with it because guess what? You got life right now. But what happens when it ends tomorrow? You don't know that. So live it now. Live it for you, for that happiness, for that love, for that that thing inside of you that that wants more. Create that shit. Flink, put gas on that fire and keep on going. That day when I, I got attacked by the dogs, it could have ended then. It could have ended so many other fucking times that shit happened to me. But you know what? I stopped doing what I was doing and I could have been farther, but it led me here. And you guess what? I'm going to keep on pushing. I'm not going to stop. Keep it going. So at the end of the day, fuck it. Live your life. Nobody else is going to live it for you. Sarah, did you have any final thoughts? No, that's pretty much it. Jonathan? I follow that. (laughs) Say what the fuck you got to say. Stop fucking hiding behind the fear. Yeah. I'm so fucking aggravated because people hide behind fear. Don't hide behind yeah. that shit. Say what you got to say. If you feel some type of way, if you want to do something, do it. Stop worrying about everybody else. Do what makes you feel good, man. Because I'm doing that shit. Fuck it. Well, as Stephen King once said, get busy living or get busy dying. My name is Chance. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jonathan. And this is So About Yesterday. Thank you so much for subscribing. If you want to know why Chance is always in the doghouse, please subscribe to my favorite podcast every Thursday. Hey, Sarah. Love you, girl. Jonathan, I'm watching you.